This is Dan from Burlington, Vermont, and I'm tuned in to the new TNN. Let me say it one more time so you completely understand, McMahon. If you actually believe in your mind, if you actually think that I was just the right guy at the right place at the right time, well, then you're a bigger delusional bastard than I thought you were, McMahon. What up, Quicksters? Welcome to Quick Man, the show here on the new TNN that is hosted by ChatGPT and Johnny C, who is I? Of course, designed to be a quick listen, where myself and ChatGPT write and perform Hulk Hogan promos or scenarios that uh, I just type up and, and report back to all of you. Now, last time we were here, we did the movie-themed episode. There's no theme per se to this episode, but I am going to come out and tell you that I do have, uh, I think, three different courtroom scenarios that the Hulkster is going to have to deal with that will be a part of today's episode. But let's go ahead and get right into it. Hulk Hogan testifies before Congress about a unique encounter. Interior courtroom day. Hulk Hogan sits on the witness stand, a larger-than-life figure in a courtroom filled with spectators, lawyers, and a stern-looking judge. He is here to testify about an unbelievable encounter. His his lawyer, Mr. Anderson, stands beside him. Mr. Anderson? Is that like Kennedy? Mr. Anderson. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, we're about to hear a story like no other. Hulk Hogan is here to testify about an encounter with the one and only Predator. The courtroom buzzes with excitement. The judge pounds the gavel. Order! Order in the court! Mr. Hogan, please proceed with your testimony. Well, brother, it was a few years back. I was out in the jungle, just taking a break from the squared circle, you know, when I stumbled upon something extraterrestrial. There it was! The Predator! With its crazy camo suit and those dreadlocks! Now we locked eyes, brother, and I could feel the intensity in the air. I knew there was only one way to settle things, and that was with a wrestling match. So we went at it, back and forth, right there in the jungle, and I body slammed the Predator, and it tried to hit me with its plasma caster, but I ducked, woof, just in time, brother. We were like two warriors in the squared circle of the jungle. Uh, uh, and Hulk Hogan emerged victorious in this epic encounter, just like he did in the ring countless times. Isn't that right, Hulkster? Oh, well, that's right, brother. You know, I showed the Predator who's boss. We shook hands afterwards, and it left Earth, knowing that it couldn't handle the Hulkster. The courtroom erupts in applause, and the judge struggles to regain control. Order! Order in the court! Hulk Hogan's testimony about his encounter with the Predator may seem unbelievable. But in this courtroom, it's received with enthusiasm and awe. I love how ChatGPT understood how important it was to make sure that even in this fictional scenario, the Hulk Hogan character put himself over. And that's always important. Here's a new one for you. Because I saw, uh, like when I logged into ChatGPT, the first thing it offered to do for me was to write a text message inviting a neighbor over to a barbecue. Look, people of Earth, and I'm dead fucking serious. 
If you don't know how to write a text message to your neighbor inviting them to a barbecue, why are you taking my oxygen? That sounded kind of mean. I meant it, goddammit. So, here we have a text message exchange. Hulk Hogan texts Vince McMahon looking for some advice. Hey Vince, brother. I need some advice, man. Ah, hey there, Hulkster. What's on your mind, pal? Well, you know, I've been thinking. And I think it's time to end things with my girlfriend, brother. Ah, I see. <laughs> it actually wrote, I see. Well, relationships can be tough, Hulk. Uh, why don't you tell me what's going on? It's just not working out, Vince. I need to tell her, but I don't want to hurt her feelings, you know? Ah, I understand, Hulk. Honesty is important. Uh, but you can be gentle about it. Maybe sit down with her and explain your feelings calmly and kindly. Yeah, you're right, Vince. I should do face-to-face -face like a true champion. Thanks, man. Ah, that's the spirit, Hulkster. You face bigger challenges in the ring, and you can handle this, too. Just be respectful and honest, and everything will work out. Thanks, Vince. I appreciate the advice, brother. I'll let you know how it goes. Anytime, Hulk. Best of luck, and remember... You're still the real American hero. No matter what. Thanks, Vince. Your true friend, brother. <laughs> I'm gonna... <laughs> Why? Why would he remind him that he's the real American hero no matter what? Well, you see, Johnny, the... The ChatGPT algorithm knows that Hulk Hogan has a very fragile ego. And if I don't uh, make him feel better about himself, well, he's he's just going to end it all. I just don't even... Okay, I gotta stop. I gotta stop. Alright, well, it sounded like Vince and the Hulkster were getting along famously there. But not in this scenario where Hulk Hogan testifies before Congress... Uh, that they need to reopen the investigation into the assassination of John F. Kennedy for a very, very specific reason. And this again involves Mr. Anderson, the lawyer. They just reused the same character. Unbelievable. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, today, Hulk Hogan is here to request the reopening of an investigation into the JFK assassination with a very specific focus on the McMahon family as potential suspects. Again, the courtroom is filled with murmurs of disbelief. Order! Order in the court! Uh, Mr. Hogan, please state your reasons. <clears throat> well, brother, I've been doing some digging. And it's clear that the McMahon family should be considered as suspects in the JFK assassination. Reason number one. First off, Vince McMahon Sr. You know, he was known for his ruthless ambition. He could have had reasons to eliminate JFK, especially if he thought it would benefit the world of professional wrestling. Then there's Vince McMahon Jr. Now he's been involved in some crazy storylines in wrestling. Who's to say he didn't want to create the ultimate story <laughs> the ultimate storyline by offing JFK? And let's not forget about Stephanie McMahon. She's known for her cunning and business acumen. If she had a plan, brother, she could have pulled it off. And then Last but not least, Shane McMahon. Now, he's known for his daredevil stunts in wrestling. Maybe he thought assassinating JFK would be the ultimate high-risk, high-reward stunt. 
Yeah, I'm saying it, brother. They deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. Order, order in the court. Hulk Hogan's request to reopen the JFK investigation to consider the McMahon family as suspects is met with shock and disbelief. The courtroom is left stunned in silence as the proceedings continue. Oh. What made them include the, yeah, I'm saying it, brother. They deserve to die, and I hope they burn in hell. That is just glorious. Thank you so much, Mr. GPT. Let's go away from the courtroom, but also involving the law, as Hulk Hogan finds a unique way to get out of a speeding ticket. Uh, sir, do you know how fast you were going back there? Well, brother, you see, I was just trying to catch a good tailwind to save on some gasoline. The prices are pretty high, too. <laughs> Current events from JetGPT. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, that's not an excuse, sir. I'm going to have to issue you a speeding ticket. Hulk Hogan pauses, then grins. Officer, let me show you something that might make you change your mind. Hulk Hogan dramatically flexes his muscles, pops his shirt buttons one by one, and his shirt rips off with a loud theatrical flourish. The shirt tears in half, exposing his massive chest and rippling muscles. What in the world? That's right, brother. You see, I'm the Hulkster, and I've been known to tear my shirt to shreds when things get heated. Now, what do you say we let this one slide, just like a body slam in the ring? The police officer looks at Hulk Hogan's impressive physique. Well, I can't believe I'm saying this, but you're free to go, Mr. Hogan. Just slow down and drive safely. <laughs> Thanks, officer. You're a real American hero. Hulk Hogan starts his car, puts on his sunglasses, and drives away, leaving the bewildered police officer in his wake. Well, I've seen it all now. <laughs> I don't know why, but I find that very humorous. Okay. Uh, this is a fun one for me, because I'm a giant nerd. Uh, Hulk Hogan refuses to form Voltron. Now, if you're not familiar with Voltron, the 80s cartoon show, just let me briefly give you a synopsis. It's, if you, you know, everybody knows a Power Rangers, mostly. There's, there's five Voltron team members. They all fly a robot lion. And at the end of each episode, when there's a giant monster and things get too tough, they declare, ready to form Voltron! Activate interlock! Dinotherms connected! Infracells up! Mega thrusters are go! Let's go, Voltron Force! And the epic theme music kicks in, and the captain of the team's like, Form feet and legs! Form arms and torso! Voltron's a giant robot, by the way, in case I didn't mention that. They form their lions into a giant robot, like a Megazord. And at the very end of the formation, the commanding officer, Keith, yells, And now form the head! Because his lion forms the head. And the chest, but that's fine. And uh, that's all you really need to know about Voltron to be set up for this scenario. The team of heroes, including iconic wrestler Hulk Hogan, stands before a massive enemy ready to face a looming threat. Hulk, we need your strength to form Voltron and defeat this enemy. We're all here to combine our powers, but we need you. 
Well, brother, you know, I'm all for teamwork. But if I'm going to be a part of this, i got to be the one that forms the head. Hulk, forming the head is a crucial role, but it's not about individual glory. It's about working together as a team to save the universe. Well, I get that, man, but you see, Hulkamania runs wild, and it's all about being the star of the show. Let me be the head, and I promise we'll take down this threat in style. Hulk, we've trained for years to master our roles. You can't just jump in and demand to be the head. I respect your training, but you know what they say. To be the man, you gotta beat the man. Hulk, we don't have time for this. We need to act quickly. Are you in or not? All right, brother. I'll help you form Voltron. But only if I can be the one to form the head. It's just how it's gotta be. Fine, Hulkster. You can form the head. Let's do this! Alright! It's time to run wild with Voltron, brother! Get ready for the biggest power-up in the universe! The team begins the process of forming Voltron with Hulk Hogan leading the way! Uh, four feet and legs, dude! Form arms of a 24-inch nature and a torso, dude! And I'll form the head! And when the smoke clears, they'll remember who formed the head of Voltron, brother! Voltron charges into battle, led by Hulk Hogan as the head, ready to save the day in his own unique way. Well, good for you, Hulkster. It's important to not just, you know, bend backwards and take it, okay? Hulk Hogan once again catches Jim Ross in a compromising position. Scene. Backstage at a wrestling event, Hulk Hogan is walking down the corridor as he approaches a quiet corner. He spots Jim Ross, engrossed in watching something on his tablet. Hogan is surprised by what he sees on the screen. Hmm. Uh, well, let me tell you something, JR. Jim Ross quickly pauses the video on his tablet and fumbles to remove his headphones, looking embarrassed. Ah, uh, Hulkster! Uh, I, I, I didn't expect to see you here. Uh, what's up, brother? Hulk Hogan looks at the tablet screen, which clearly displays the title, Night Nurses from Jersey. JR, that ain't no way for a respectable man like you to spend his time watching stuff like that. You ought to be ashamed of yourself, brother. Hulk, you know, I've just been feeling kind of lonely lately, you know. It's just, I thought watching something like this might help fill the void. Hulk Hogan's stern expression softens and he places a hand on Jim Ross's shoulder. JR, I get it, brother. You know, loneliness can hit hard sometimes, but there are better ways to deal with it. You know, how about you and me hang out sometime, dude? Go grab a meal, catch a game, or just shoot the breeze. Uh, hang out with you, Hawkster. Oh, that sounds like a great idea. You know, I've been missing some good company. Hulk Hogan smiles, thinking he's just being a good friend. That's the spirit, JR. You know, we'll have a blast together. Now let's put this movie stuff behind you and focus on some good old wrestling action. Jim Ross nods, excited about the prospect of spending time with Hulk Hogan. Though his initial intentions might have been a bit different. As they walk away together, Jim Ross's mind races with possibilities. Oh, J.R., you naughty bitch. <laughs> oh, Hulkster, I was just pleasuring myself to night nurses from Jersey from that movie Little Big League. It's such a bummer that ChatGPT rejects anything sexual in nature. But, but that's fine. 
Okay, a couple of uh, confusion-based scenarios here. Uh, Hulk Hogan doesn't know if he's on the subway or if he's inside subway. Scene. A subway train with Hulk Hogan dressed in his signature wrestling gear, including his red and yellow bandana. He enters the train looking confused. Well, let me tell you something, brother. This doesn't look like a regular old subway. Um... Can I help you, sir? Yeah, brother! I'll have a foot-long Italian BMT with extra mayo! What? This is a subway train, not a sandwich shop. Hulk Hogan moves to the next passenger. Hey there, dude! How about a meatball marinara on Italian herbs and cheese, dude? Are you serious? This is public transportation, not a restaurant! Hogan continues to the next passenger. And you, my friend, I think I'll have a veggie delight, extra pickles, and extra olives. Seriously, we're on a train, not a food court. The train passengers laugh at the absurdity of the situation. Hold on a minute, brothers. This is a subway, ain't it? I mean, I just want a sub. Sure thing, Hulkster. I'll have a turkey and bacon avocado, please. Hulk Hogan. Think he's in a subway restaurant starts mimicking the process of making a sandwich using imaginary ingredients from his surroundings like the overhead rails and seat handles. You got it, brother. I just made one turkey and bacon avocado. Here you go, dude. The other passengers on the train burst into laughter, enjoying the unexpected entertainment. <laughs> well, my bad, folks. I guess I got a little carried away there. No worries, Hulkster. That was the most entertaining subway ride ever! Ha <laughs> ha! Well, thanks for the hospitality, brothers and sisters. I'll keep slamming those subs in your hearts! <laughs> slamming the subs in your hearts. Unbelievable. Here's some more confusion for you. Hulk Hogan is cutting a wrestling promo, and Vince McMahon becomes furious when Hulk Hogan keeps mixing up the Royal Rumble and the Royal Rumble match. Well, let me tell you something, brother. The Royal Rumble, it's the biggest event in WWE history. You got 30 superstars in the ring all battling it out for a shot at the uh, cut, cut, uh, cut, uh, Hulk. Uh, you need to clarify which Royal Rumble you're talking about. Is it the Royal Rumble or the Royal Rumble match? Hmm... What you talking about, Vince? I mean, are you talking about the Royal Rumble event itself? Or perhaps the Royal Rumble match uh, that's a part of it? Hulk Hogan scratches his head. Uh, well, brother, it's the Royal Rumble, you know. Hulk? Y yes, uh, that's the event. A and then there's the match within the event you need to specify. Oh, oh, I, I see what you mean, brother. Uh, let me start over. The Royal Rumble event. It's where all the WWE superstars come together for the ultimate showdown. And ah, ah, cut, uh, Hulk. You're, you're still not making it clear. Is it the event or the match you're talking about? You know, Vince, it's both. The Royal Rumble's the whole shebang, brother. It's the event where they have the Royal Rumble match. It's like a mega Royal Rumble. A mega Royal Rumble, Hulk. That's not a real thing. Vince, you gotta feel it, brother. It's like when you're in the Royal Rumble, and you're trying to toss out all the other superstars, and you're getting tossed around, too, and then cut, 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 Hulk! We're talking about the Royal Rumble event, uh, not your personal experiences within the Royal Rumble match. Well, Vince, you gotta understand, brother. 
the Royal Rumble. It's like a roller coaster ride of emotions. And when you're in that ring, I'm caught! Hulk, Hulk, we need to get this right. We're promoting the Royal Rumble event, not reliving your past Royal Rumble matches. Just stick to the event details. All right, Vince. All right, I got it. I got it. So the Royal Rumble event, it's where WWE superstars come together. And there's the epic Royal Rumble match, brother. It's the biggest, most exciting event of the year. Now that's what I'm talking about, Hawkstar. Now let's nail this promo, brother. Oh, unity. The Royal Rumble united friend to foe to friend again. And I'm so very happy. Last up in the courtroom today, you might recall from our first episode that Hulk Hogan borrowed the jetpack from RoboCop 3 from his good friend RoboCop and flew all around the arena. Well, I'm sorry to report that things have turned sour. As Hulk Hogan sues RoboCop for personal injury based on the jetpack from RoboCop 3. Again, Mr. Anderson returns as the lawyer. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, today you'll hear a tale of borrowed technology and a debt unpaid. <laughs> this sounds like Vince McMahon wrote it. You'll hear a tale of borrowed technology and a debt unpaid. Hulk Hogan is here to testify that Robocop owes him one million dollars. <gasps> Order! Order in the court. Uh, Mr. Hogan, please explain your claim. <clears throat> well, brother. It all started when Robocop and I were hanging out, and he had this fancy jetpack, and I thought it'd be cool to borrow it, you know, for a little spin. So I borrowed the jetpack, and things were going great, until, well, I kind of crashed it into a taco truck. <gasps> it was an accident, though, brother. But the taco truck, it was completely destroyed. Now I'm out a million dollars, and I think it's only fair that Robocop pays up. Suddenly, the courtroom doors swing open, and Robocop enters! His metallic footsteps echoing through the room. Chukum, 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 chukum. He stands tall and stern, wearing his iconic helmet and body armor. Hulk Hogan, your claim is preposterous. That jetpack was a crucial part of my equipment for protecting the city. But Robocop, you gotta admit it. It was your jetpack that I borrowed, and I promise, I'll give you the best match of your life in exchange for that million bucks. <laughs> Hulk Hogan, I cannot be bought with your wrestling matches. The jetpack was necessary for my duty, and I cannot repay you for its misuse. Order! Order in the court! Oh, it ends there! Boo! We were on to something brilliant with Hulk. <laughs> Actually, the best thing to come out of all of this is Hulk Hogan offering to wrestle someone for a million dollars. Like, uh, now I want Hogan on the street walking to somebody and be like, Hey, brother, how are things going? Hey, would you like to wrestle me for like a hundred bucks, dude? I could really use some change, brother. <laughs> Just whoring out his services as a sports entertainer for money. Well, I guess that's what he's been doing his entire life. All right. Hulk Hogan and Jim Ross commentate a wrestling match. Uh, welcome, folks, to a night of incredible action here at the Thunder Slam Rumble. Uh, what? I'm Jim Ross, and I'm joined by none other than legendary Hulk Hogan. How are you doing tonight, Hulkster? Well, brother, I'm pumped to be here. But, uh... 
You know, JR, you keep talking about football, and we're in a wrestling ring, brother. Oh, don't you worry, Hulkster. I got plenty of football facts to spice up the commentary. Now let's get ready to rumble! The match begins, and two wrestlers start trading blows center ring. Look at power on display, brother. Now these two are giving it everything they got. Absolutely, Hawkster. You know, in football, they say the key to success is a strong offensive line, just like these guys are demonstrating tonight. Uh, Jim, Jimster, dude, we're not talking about football right now. We're talking about wrestling. One wrestler executes a high-flight move from the top rope. What a fantastic aerial attack! Just like a quarterback throwing a Hail Mary pass into the end zone! Uh, Jim, are you sure we're watching the same match, brother? I don't see any footballs here. Now, a submission hold reminds me of a quarterback getting sacked in the pocket. You gotta tap out or risk an interception. Uh, Jim, you're really stretching it with these football comparisons, dude. The match reaches its climax with a powerful finishing maneuver. And there it is! The finishing move! Just like a field goal kick right through the uprights for the win! Uh, brother, I think you take this football thing a little too far. You know, it's all about body slams and suplexes in this ring. Well, folks, that was a touchdown of a match, wouldn't you say, Huckster? Jim, I give up! I can't keep up those football talk, but it was one heck of a wrestling match. Well, fair enough, Hulkster. Thanks for joining us tonight, folks. Remember, whether it's football or wrestling, it's all about the excitement and the entertainment. Well, despite the rocky commentary from JR, I guess they walked away as friends? I'm not quite sure, but that Jim Ross sure does love his football and his naked nurses from New Jersey. And I, I spoke out of turn, folks, because the, the last skit for today is a courtroom-based drama that again sees Mr. Anderson return as the lawyer. Um, and rather than get too descriptive, I'll just say that this scenario is Hulk Hogan is concerned about the potential monopoly of a... Hulk Hogan is concerned about a monopoly. Let's put it that way. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, today Hulk Hogan is here to testify that Arby's has a roast beef monopoly, and it's time to bring them down. Oh my goodness, did you roast beef monopoly? Order, order, uh, Mr. Hogan, please explain your claim. <clears throat> well, brother, it's been eating away at me for years. Arby's, they got a stranglehold on the roast beef game, and I've had just about enough of it, dude. Every time you want roast beef, brother, you gotta go to Arby's. And they got curly fries, they got sauces, but there's no competition. It's a monopoly, and it's not right. Now, I've traveled this great country from the squared circle to the kitchen, and it's time we break free from the clutches of Arby's. We need choices, brother. Choices for our roast beef sandwiches. The crowd applauds. Mr. Hogan! Mr. Hogan! This is indeed a unique concern. What do you propose we do about it? I say we encourage more roast beef joints to open up, brother. Let's give the people options. Let's have roast beef sandwiches for all, not just for those who want to eat at Arby's. Well, the court will take your testimony into consideration, Mr. Hogan. The pursuit of fair roast beef choices is a noble cause indeed. <laughs> I think that's where I'm going to end it. And always remember three very important things. I'm Johnny C. A winner is you. And the pursuit of fair roast beef choices is a noble cause indeed.
Don't forget, Johnny C, dude! I'll form the head, brother! Form Voltron! Activate interlock! Dynatherms connected! Infracells up! Mega thrusters are go! Let's go, Voltron Force!